Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This morning's school holiday scare. A young boy falls off a ride at Movie World. Why passengers were forced to jump out of a plane at Melbourne Airport. 300 mils in three days, another severe weather warning for New South Wales. Queensland rolls back one of its last remaining COVID restrictions. And he's back. Tiger Woods says he's ready to play again. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Morning. A young boy is recovering in hospital after a nasty fall from a theme park ride. Staff at Movie World on the Gold Coast had to close the Looney Tunes carousel after the 12-year-old fell from the ride and suffered deep cuts to the back of his head. He was treated by an off-duty nurse before being taken to hospital in a stable condition with non-life-threatening injuries. Obviously, people can die from head injuries, but he's extremely lucky. Um, but he's in the best care at the moment. We've the ambulance of you know, treated them as a high-priority case. Movie World's parent company has launched an investigation into the incident. There's been a major scare for dozens of passengers forced to jump from their plane at Melbourne Airport. Fire crews were called to the tarmac yesterday afternoon when smoke began pouring out of the engine of a Rex plane. It's believed some of the flight's 43 passengers had to make a one-and-a-half metre leap to safety while others were escorted by security. Aviation experts are calling for a full investigation. Residents along the New South Wales coast are on high alert for more drenching rain beginning as early as today. Falls of more than 300 millimetres are predicted between the state's central and south coasts, including Sydney, up to Friday. Any additional heavy rainfall will very quickly, um, or could very quickly escalate uh, into flash flooding. Queensland's Southern Downs has dodged a bullet with the Condamine River peaking below the major flood level. Police divers in Victoria have recovered a man's body from flood water after a four-wheel drive adventure turned to tragedy. The 66-year-old was attempting to cross the flooded Thompson River when his vehicle was swept away in a fast-flowing current. He was driving in convoy with a friend who watched on in horror. The river was about four times its usual depth. Much of the Blue Mountains National Park will be closed today in the wake of Monday's fatal landslide. A British tourist and his nine-year-old son were killed, while two other family members were badly injured. A decision to declare the track they were walking on safe is now being reviewed. These events are incredibly rare um, and, uh, and just don't happen uh, very often at all. 
A 15-year-old girl is being praised for her composure, helping authorities find and assist her family. The Prime Minister has won a legal fight over pre-selections, paving the way for the federal election to be called within days. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. This is the last major hurdle. It is, Jody, and finally clears the messy and drawn-out pre-selection battle within the New South Wales Liberal Party. The New South Wales Court of Appeal backing Scott Morrison's right to install his preferred candidates in key electorate battlegrounds rather than a vote of rank-and-file members. Now it's all up to Scott Morrison to call the election, but Seven News understands that that day is now firming up to be Sunday, a traditional option for Prime Ministers wanting to make an impact on that evening evening's news, but it is shaping up to be a tough and bitter battle with a text exchange between former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian and a federal cabinet minister finally being made public. In it, Ms Berejiklian calls the Prime Minister a horrible, horrible person, adding he is actively spreading lies. Scott Morrison says Ms Berejiklian denied sending that message when in a statement released at the time she said she didn't recall sending those texts. Either way, the campaign is shaping up to be a messy one. Jody. Sure is. OK, Taylor, thank you. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has accused Russia of horrific war crimes during an impassioned speech to the UN Security Council. In a virtual address to the council, Mr Zelensky described in detail a list of alleged atrocities he saw firsthand in Butcher. He played a gruesome video showing images of dead civilians. Mr Zelensky repeated his claims Russian troops had killed families, raped women and left Ukraine in ruins filled with mass graves. He's demanding Russia be expelled from the council, saying it's useless if it can't hold the perpetrators to account. One of Queensland's last remaining COVID restrictions is being eased as the state passes its second Omicron peak. Queenslanders will no longer need to provide their vaccination status before heading into cafes, pubs and clubs from next Thursday. This applies to other venues too, like theme parks, cinemas and weddings. A vaccine mandate will remain in place for higher risk settings, such as schools and hospitals. More than 90% of Queenslanders 12 and over are double-dosed. Health experts in Victoria are warning the state's COVID peak is not even in sight as cases rise to their highest level in two months. There were 12,007 new infections yesterday and hospitals are preparing their wards for a coming surge in admissions. Premier Daniel Andrews maintains isolation rules won't be scrapped until the end of the current outbreak. New South Wales is battling a major teaching shortage due to COVID. It's been revealed one in five public school students didn't attend class on Monday because of illness or isolation or simply because they were told to learn from home because there was no teacher available. More than 160,000 students were absent. Tiger Woods is set to make a sensational comeback at the Masters more than a year after a near-fatal car crash almost ended his career. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, Dave. This is the news golf fans everywhere have been hoping for. 
It certainly is, Jody. This is a return to golf that at one point felt impossible, but here we are now, uh, less than 48 hours out from the start of the Masters, and its five-time champion Tiger Woods is now eyeing off a return to top-level golf. It had been touch and go there for a little while. Look, he arrived in Augusta earlier this week. He's been having some uh, practice swings, as you can see there, but I think many thought that is where it would uh, start and end for the champion. Of course, uh, just over 12 months out now from that horrific car accident here in Los Angeles in which he ruined his leg. Look, he was recovering from back surgery at the time, so he hasn't played at that top level now for going on almost three years. It is unthinkable that he is now in this position, but he is, and on top of that, he is even eyeing off what would be the most remarkable of victories. As of right now, I feel like I am going to play. As of right now. Um, I'm going to play nine more holes tomorrow. Um, uh, my recovery has been good. I've been very excited about how I've recovered each and every day, and that, that's been the, the, the challenge. Now, he's going to have a couple more practice swings tomorrow before officially locking in that start, but at this point, Jody, certainly no one is writing off Tiger Woods. An incredible story. OK, David Woodward, thank you. Sydney commuters are facing yet more disruption with bus drivers going on strike next week. As many as 1,000 will walk off the job for 24 hours on Monday in a move likely to impact most of the city's main routes. Union members are meeting this morning to discuss the strike, calling for better pay and working conditions. A truck driver has died after careering off the road and onto rocks on Kangaroo Island. Residents watched in horror as his trailer tumbled into the ocean. They raced to help the man behind the wheel, but accessing the destroyed cabin was almost impossible. The 27-year-old was a local winery worker. A Melbourne schoolboy has been taken to hospital after falling several metres during a rock climbing excursion. He was one of three students who ended up trapped on a cliff face so steep it was too dangerous to winch them out. Rescuers couldn't climb up to help them either, so they used rope to pull the trio to safety. Two were unharmed and a third suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Seven News can reveal the moment a couple of Adelaide boaties stumbled upon the biggest cocaine stash in South Australian history. They were sailing off York Peninsula when they unwittingly helped smash an international drug ring. In calm seas off York Peninsula. Weird. This is the moment two mates in a boat come across a quarter of a billion dollars worth of cocaine bobbing in the ocean. Unsure what it was, they radioed authorities. And before they knew it, Border Force vessels were scrambling to the location. The shocking find leading to the arrests of four ship workers from the Philippines, charged over the state's largest ever cocaine bust. Police say it was dumped from this bulk grain carrier near Althorpe Island on March 21. Seven News can reveal fresh allegations that this luxury boat seized by the AFP was also involved in the smuggling plot. We've got information that it was in the vicinity of uh, the uh, north of Kangaroo Island where our area of interest is. But exactly who was tasked with picking up the record-breaking stash remains a mystery. A common methodology with ocean drops for illicit, illicit consignments of narcotics is a is a, um, a, a mothership and a shore party that collects it. Police won't confirm exactly where the boat was found or how many people were on board, but they have confirmed to Seven News that more significant arrests linked to this historic haul are likely.
The net slowly but surely closing in on suspects here and overseas. We're anticipating more arrests and that the investigation, uh, both domestic and international aspects, are ongoing. Hannah Ford, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 51 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished the day slightly higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,925 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 102 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 75.91 US cents, 93.79 Japanese yen, and a dollar nine New Zealand. Two dramatic police rescues have been caught on camera in the US. Officers in Maryland were on the scene to free a family of four, including two young children, after their car crashed into a pond. They had to break a window to reach the baby and a toddler and quickly carry them to safety. Meantime, police dash cam has captured the moment two Florida police officers rescued a man who was trapped in burning wreckage after crashing his car. An electric bus has caught fire in central Paris. The blaze quickly took hold, engulfing the vehicle and sending thick clouds of black smoke billowing across the city skyline. The blaze was close to the Notre Dame Cathedral. No passengers were on board the bus at the time. Two manuscripts by naturalist Charles Darwin, which went missing from a UK library, have been mysteriously returned. The notebooks were left outside the librarian's office at Cambridge University, along with a note wishing them a happy Easter. They contain some of Darwin's first inklings of his theory of evolution. The manuscripts were reported stolen 18 months ago after going missing for two decades. A wedding can cost a small fortune, but COVID has changed the way some couples are choosing to tie the knot. A grand-scale guest list is giving way to the new trend of pop-up micro-weddings. Couples are turning their back on tradition and shunning the big white wedding. It's like the pandemic gave them permission to have smaller weddings. Your wedding day is for you, it's not for everyone else. Noemi Storm and partner Jason have chosen to elope, saying I do without any guests or the stress. Just having the two of us there just takes all of that away. And celebrities are driving the trend. Television host Sophie Monk eloping with her beau in secret. It's definitely an option that's out there for people and the fact that they know it's out there is a great thing. This place completely transforms. Celebrant and wedding planner Naomi Coralou offers tiny weddings at a fraction of the price. They're saving between 40 and 90% on the cost of a traditional wedding in Australia. Among the budget all-inclusive offerings, the elopement package for under $4,000 for six guests. For $15,000, a couple can choose a rustic chapel wedding for 50 people. Or for the same price, the venue and catering can be upgraded for a smaller guest list. And when you say all-inclusive, you mean everything. The venue, the celebrant, the stylist, the photographer. The pandemic's forced so many weddings to be scaled back, but there's a silver lining. One third of recently married couples spent the money saved on the next chapter of their lives, like renovations, a new home deposit or the honeymoon. A nice trip to Hawaii, I think, might be the way to go. Sonia Marinelli, 7 News. 
To Sport Now and Tiger Woods says he intends to make his return to the PGA Tour at this week's Masters. The five-time champion drew another big crowd at Augusta National in his practice round this morning. Woods says as things stand, he'll tee off in the opening round for the first time since his near-fatal car crash 14 months ago. Well, as of right now, I feel like I am going to play. As of right now, I don't have any qualms about what I can do physically from a golf standpoint. It's now walking is the hard part. The Masters starts tomorrow night. Brisbane Lions star Emily Bates has been crowned the AFLW Best and Fairest. The stars of the competition dazzled at Melbourne's Crown Palladium. In a thrilling medal count, the 26-year-old polled three votes in the final game against North Melbourne, pipping Adelaide's Anne Hatchard by a single vote to take out the award. Bates's coach Craig Stasevich got the biggest cheer of the night, though, promising to do a shooey if she won. Kangaroos captain Emma Kearney became the only player to be named in the All-Australian team for all six AFLW seasons. Tom Trebojevic is confident he won't miss any more than a month after successful surgery to repair a knee injury. The Manly superstar left hospital in Sydney after picking up the injury against the Raiders on Saturday. Yeah, it won't be long. Yeah, it'll be a month. Be a month. Yeah. Bulldogs coach Trent Barrett has recalled halfback Kyle Flanagan for his first game of the year against reigning Premier's Penrith. Aaron Finch ended his barren run of form to guide Australia to a three-wicket win in the one-off T20 against Pakistan. The Aussie skipper was back in the runs with a much-needed 55 in Lahore amid speculation over his place in the team. Australia chased down Pakistan's eight for 162 with five balls to spare. When it mattered more, the Australian captain has turned it on, brings up a well-deserved half-century. Earlier, Cameron Green took two wickets in two balls in his first ever international T20 over. Nathan Ellis finished the match with four wickets, partly thanks to a juggling act from Marcus Stoinis. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com A rare Holden Monaro valued at over a quarter of a million dollars has been uncovered on the Gold Coast. It's been stored in a garage for more than 29 years. The owners told local auctioneers they were ready to let it go. They've looked after it the whole time. It's been kept undercover and they've been starting up periodically. Um, so they've always known it's quite a special car. There were only 20 of these models in orange ever made and this one will go under the hammer next week. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs in the east will deepen, causing showers and storms in eastern South Australia, Tasmania, Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland. The deepening troughs will cause showers and storms to become heavy about the New South Wales coast. A trough in the northern tropics will cause a few storms as a high clears over WA. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Showers heading for 23 in Sydney, a shower or two with a top of 20 in Canberra. Melbourne, cloudy and 21 degrees. Hobart, partly cloudy, heading for 17. Partly cloudy in Adelaide today, 23 degrees. Sunny and 29 in Perth. And a shower or two and a possible storm in Darwin, a top of 33 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 6th of April.